Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome to 10 Years and Counting. This is going to be the first episode of 2019. Got Skip on the show. Say what's up. What's good, everyone? It's been a, it's been a long time coming after a long binge. <laughs> long binge. Well, actually, it's weird. I think you're probably the first person that's listened to my podcast and then been on the show. Because most people, I don't assume everyone listens to every episode before they're on it. Wow. Uh, Okay, cool. Congrats. I didn't even know that was an award, but um, <laughs> no, I have a rule, especially when, you know, I've been on um, several other podcasts that before I get on a podcast, I need to understand how, you know, the person that leads the podcast operates. Mm-hmm. I just like being prepared. So it's a weird thing. So uh, I've been, for people that are listening, I went to Baruch with Tony as probably like about 50, 60% of the people that are on this podcast Pretty much. actually <laughs> decided to go back and listen. All of them are quality. So after a while, I was like, I forgot. I didn't have the time before, but it's like I knew we had a great podcast. And I listened to it, it was like it reminds me of one of my lady friends who has like the female version of it. So shout out to Jordan, it's like for Jordan dating in NYC. So check out Tony's and hers. So that's why we're here today because we got some important things to talk about. Right, and it's interesting. I haven't done a podcast in a while, so sort of like taking a break from podcasting. Mm-hmm. And this topic is about taking a break from dating. Oh so, yeah, weird similarities there. Um, and I thought it was really interesting because I know during the winter is usually the most time that people either take a break from dating or are dating, mostly because of... Coffee Yeah, exactly. So, um, and I thought it was really important to bring up like the break from dating. A lot of people assume that because you're single, you have to be dating. And that's not always true. No, it's not. You, yeah. could, be fun. you could be doing a spirit journey. It's like, yeah. like those anime characters. And yeah. I feel like a lot of times I'm more worried when people are consistent daters as in they're either always in a relationship or they're always dating because for me yes you can learn through other people but I feel like you need to enjoy your alone time like I feel like for me during my I think almost two years of being kind of like really just single I've gone on dates yet but going to movies by myself eating by myself traveling doing things by myself and just understanding what do I like with myself just Mm -hmm. my own activities I think that's important yeah, and it's interesting because I know usually I'll tell people, like, yeah, I like going to the movies by myself. It's like, wait, really? It's like, I've traveled by myself, too. Like, I think it's also because I'm an only child, so I've just become such, not self... Self-reliant. Yeah, self-reliant, self-reliant too. But also, it also, like, helps me understand, like, if I do invite someone to do something that I usually do by myself, that's a weird way of me showing I'm interested. Yeah, because... I think a lot of times people say like, you don't really overtly let people know that you're interested. And it's like, that's not true. Because if I'm going to the movies or mm-hmm. I hang out with my friends at parties and stuff yeah. like that. And parties are parties. But if I'm inviting you with my friends, yeah, this is my space <laughs> with my friends. So I don't normally just invite girls like, hey, you can come with me. Like If, you're, if I'm al- allowing you into that space, similar to what you said, Tony, that's a big thing. Because I normally just like doing things either dolo or with my close um, compadres. So... I think that's important. You gotta let, let, let people know that's a, uh, if we're talking about love languages, mm-hmm. I think you've mentioned this a little bit in um, your previous episodes, that's quality time. Yeah. If we're allowing you in that space, because not a lot of people have that access to us. Yeah. And it's interesting because I know when, so like most people know that I've been technically single for 11 years now. I think you said technically. <laughs> technically, it is. <laughs> um, and I remember one of the topics that I saw was rebuilding from a breakup. Mm-hmm. And I know when I first, became single, I didn't probably date for like two years, maybe a year or like two, just because I had no idea what I was looking for. I mean, don't get me wrong, I have a better idea now, Mm -hmm. but I don't have like a concrete list of here are the qualities or the personalities that I'm looking for. But it is interesting, I remember, I think this was around like year six or seven, I went out with someone who was always in a relationship. Mm -hmm. They'll be broken up for like a month or two, like boom, relationship again. It's like how 
like how do you like take a break to understand what you're what do you want and i feel like one of the things i brought up before we started was you know find you know fear of finding your own like dating patterns oh, so yeah. like if you're like always looking for that same person or mm-hmm. you're just stuck in these relationship patterns you're never going to grow out of that because you're not giving yourself the space to breathe and yeah because we just I used to, it's kind of like we, we go to the same restaurant and yeah and you know like you know, i like how they do like the the philly cheesesteak or i like how they do like their um their cheeseburger and after a while it's like the cheeseburger and the philly cheesesteak it doesn't really satisfy you yeah and it's like, but you're used to it and mm-hmm. i feel like when it comes to breaking that cycle you have to be self-aware enough to realize all right i'm i'm doing this because i'm comfortable but they have pasta they have you know French toast. They have other options, and I feel like because your taste buds are your people buds, <laughs> um, you're so used to this type. It's like you have to realize if it's not good for you, and you've had it like two, three times. I feel like you have to be brave enough to really sit back and be like, "This is not good." And I feel like I've had to take a step back from being in kind of like on and off, like consistent relationships for a bit. Just like, what is the type of person that I'm looking for? And I feel like when you're dating all the time, and you don't have time to like self-analyze like past relationships. What are you looking for in the present and what are you building towards in the future that with that time you get the clarity of I'm not like superficial with like I just needed a girl based off of looks. I, I care about certain personality traits of being ambitious, being um, having great emotional intelligence. A lot of people say that they do and they don't. Yeah. It's like understanding. So if you've been a long time listening for Tony, Tony and I are similar in that. All right. We're not going to share information. And sometimes if we're upset, we're probably not going to talk about it until we're ready. And just trust right. him with the fact we're going to talk about it when we're ready. When people like to go against it's like you got to be you're going against my coverage yeah, on yeah. certain things. It's you, you. We got to grow. But if I know I'm mad and if I'm mad, I'll say something that I know is going to hurt someone's feelings. I just need to dwell on that. Exactly. So I feel like we yeah. need people to understand boundaries. And I feel like that's how you grow in a relationship, because then after a while, my angry time will probably go from two days to maybe just an hour. But after you give me that time to assess it, I feel like that's how we learn more when we're on breaks. From that's interesting dating. because I realized that specifically uh, recently when I was upset about something and someone's like, hey, you know, is everything okay? It's like, yeah, everything's good. It's like, are you sure? It's like, yeah, fucking sure. It's like, mm-hmm. I didn't get upset until I had to repeat myself. Yeah. So it was like the same thing. It's like, yeah, I guess like my facial expression was like, I'm fucking pissed. Mm-hmm. But you're going to ask it again. It's like, I already told you I'm fine. Even yeah. though, sure, clearly I'm not. But then as, if someone doesn't understand that about me, they're going to assume it's about them. And that goes on to, I don't feel like I'm trying to give you all gems. Not what we love languages, but with the four agreements, not to ever take anything personal. Just because we are like the superstar in our own life movie. Mm-hmm. So... If you are, and my rule is always ask once, but just after that, just let people get space. Because eventually, when they cool down, it's either they'll come to you, or if they're not, if you're not their person or part of their group of people to talk to, they're gonna talk to that group. And I feel like, you know, when I'm going to parties, like, hey, you good? And it's like, once I hear that, all right, cool, I'm gonna let you go. And yeah. I feel like being that self-aware, it's kind of like a blessing and curse. Because sometimes you overthink, but you have to understand. I didn't do anything. And if yeah. I did do anything, they'll explain it to me later on when they feel comfortable. I feel like the old people that's like, I need to solve this now. Yeah. Sometimes you don't need to solve it now. Just understand that it's going to be solved. And that's mm-hmm. how I think we just got like kind of like learn. Yeah, for sure. Uh, this one thing I read, I wasn't entirely sure about because obviously I haven't been in a relationship long enough. But one statement they said was relationships can keep us from doing what we really want to do. Okay. I, like, I guess that depends on... I guess with relationships, you make compromises towards mm-hmm. things that, all right, cool, so I want to do this, but they don't. It's like, all right, well, I won't do it now because they don't want to. I don't know if that's exactly what they were going for, but I guess in a way I can sort of see that. Well, 
single sensei. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what I was going to say, depending on like the relationship, and it's not even like you can't do what you want. Like for me, um, quick background, um, I've been, I can't say aspiring because I am a comedian. Comedian, actor, I host events in, in the city. So before when you're in a relationship, you have to be conscious of what your partner's working on in addition to what you are working on. Sometimes your plans and your goals take a, a step back because you do care about being supportive for your partner, whatever their dreams are. But sometimes you become so supportive in their dreams that their life kind of supersedes your own. And that's when mm. quality communication is needed, you know, to avoid any resentment and just being kind of like astute in what you are about. I had to figure out, you know, I love being a creative. I love making people laugh. So in certain relationships, you're so focused on someone else that you're not focused on the things that make you happy. So I think mm. that can happen where now in the past like two years, I've made a lot of gains because I'm solely focused on myself. I'm doing yeah. so many projects where I get to listen to a podcast. I never used to get to binge because I didn't have time to myself. Yeah, now yeah. it's like I can catch up on my friend's project. I can work with them and just support them and support things I need to do. So I get, I kind of get what they're talking about with that on um, that article that you mentioned. Um, one thing I didn't really realize till now was one of the. I was reading Psych Today. They were saying like a break is also weirdly enough can be a defense mechanism. Because if you like stay away from dating, it's sort of like now you're stuck in this, not like a defense mechanism, but like, cool, if I'm not dating or if I'm not trying to pursue a relationship, maybe there's something deeper than that. You know, it's, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, I think like two, three months ago, I was doing like an open mic and um, one of my friends, his, his colleague from school came. She's like a psychologist. And she was like, the fact that you're not dating for so long is because you're still processing the hurt from before, mm-hmm. or you're just not you, you don't you're not in a state of you want to be vulnerable. So you'll right. find reasons to like not like people, or you'll just be. It's not even well. We can say defense, but you're just always ready to block out yeah. potential love, and it's mm-hmm. just like it makes sense because I feel like for me now, I operate way better single than in a relationship, and people <laughs> and I'll be looking at people, especially um you know people in a happy relationship or like the women, they're so overjoyed being in a relationship. And I've never really felt that. And it's not like relationship are bad. It's I haven't been in a relationship that made me feel overwhelmingly satisfied, like just like that security. Whereas like for me now, I'm, I'm just achieving everything I want personally, professionally, better relationship with my family. I feel like I, because of all that extra time, it's like mm-hmm. I am opening the door to someone else. They're going to want all of my time. They're not going to understand that I need to do this, 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 or spend time. And it's like maybe I'm just blocking off the blessings because I'm, the fear of like the unknown, like, do I want to compromise? That's something that yeah. you mentioned before. So I think that's pretty interesting. It could be deeper. And then they said like it, it was then followed by like, um, what was it? Believing that you can't find love. I was like, well, then, well, the things that like, the weird thing with that is that I'm not pursuing love. That's it. And I that's feel it. like people, and people look <laughs> at us like it's weird and it's not. I'm not saying that I don't want to find it, but no. it's like, I don't not. People make that seem, like, if yeah. we're playing, like, a video game or if we're, like, doing whatever, everyone makes romantic love seem like, and it's nothing wrong with romantic love. I don't want to sound bitter when you guys hear this playback, but romantic love is great. Yeah. But that is not the only love that's amazing. Mm-hmm. I love the love for my friends, for my siblings, for my, my family, for myself. Like, self-love is, like, something that I feel like we have to advocate that more before you get in a relationship with romantic love. Because to me, a lot of times when I look at romantic love, is really codependency. Like, yeah. a lot of it is like, yeah, you love yourself, but you love yourself through someone else. When I want to love someone else, not through, like, myself because I need them. It's because I love myself. They love themselves. We love ourselves together, creating that us. Like, 
I, I feel like that's what I feel is interesting because I'm not looking for love now. I don't need it because I'm so fulfilled in all of my friends around me. Mm-hmm. But eventually, if something looks, it's like, you know, she's kind of cool. I'm very intrigued. Let me find it out. But that's not a pro- like a primary mission. That's like a secondary mission. Like if I see it, I might go after it. But if not, it's life. I'll keep right. Going. It's like the same thing like with video games. Like people make it seem that love is like the last level. Yeah. But, they, but instead of that, you're like skipping through the entire journey mm-hmm. to get to that level. It's like no, just let it play out. And I think that's a problem. I feel like we we and that's why when it comes to I know we touched on like other social media when it comes to you know Twitter, Instagram. Snapchat or just articles in general where we look at relationship as goals, 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 mm-hmm. goals, goals. And I feel like the one relationship that I thought was goals until I watched um, Red Table Talk by Jada Pinkett Smith. Watch that when you get a chance. And um, Will Smith was on the episode. Yes, and they I were just having that. a very really honest take mm-hmm. on what their relationship is going to be. A lot of relationship when I was growing up was really possessive. It's kind of like you were someone's Pikachu and vice versa. <laughs> and I really don't I, like the ownership of it. Like, when it comes to friendship, I don't feel like I own my friends. Like, right. I haven't seen you in like years. I didn't, yeah. We still talk through social media, but it's not like that's my friend. He's got to do what I tell him to do or she's got to do it. I feel like friendship is so much more freeing with the love than relationships. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I don't like that ownership. Like, I like my friends being able to do what they want. And when I see you, I see you still show love. And I feel like when they broke it down, Jaden and Will, when it comes to Sometimes they do things by themselves. Yeah. Like, like Will loves traveling the world. Jaden, mm-hmm. not so much. And, like, they have their own projects separate, and they know how to love each other with that experience. And I feel like that's what we have to learn. I feel like romantic love doesn't have to be this definitive one way that y'all see it. And I feel like once you're freeing of that, like, I don't feel bad if I want to go to movies and my, my girlfriend doesn't want to go to movies. Like, all right, cool. You get your nails did. We, we just catch up later for dinner mm-hmm. it's like we need that but people are like no that's weird that's outside the norm this is interesting I think it was a couple of months ago or sometime last year i forgot uh i i like matched with someone we started talking i was telling them like honestly i sometimes like watching like dark movies mm-hmm. like you know like thrillers psychological thrillers and whatnot and she's like oh well, that's weird and i was like okay but i'm not asking you to come along <laughs> like just because we don't like the same things doesn't mean we actually have to do them I hate when people use the weird word, but yeah, I, I know what you're talking about. Because for me, depending on the thriller, like, I don't like scary movies because I have a very obsessive personality. So once that movie like <laughs> has been finished, like I'll go with my friends and be like, yo, this is a good time. I'm going to sleep for the next two weeks playing over those things. Like, it's not good for me. But, Especially if it's based on a true story. It's like, oh, it's worse. Oh, shit. Yeah. But with yeah. my friends that do love thrillers, to be like, look, I appreciate that you have a stronger mental than I do. Yeah. You guys go. Mm-hmm. Tell me how you feel about exactly. it. Exactly. Don't give me no details. Yeah, I want to yeah, right, sleep. Right. But I feel like, I don't know. I just feel like we need to be able to be conscious of our words and just understanding that I don't expect anybody to like everything I like oh, and vice versa. No. That's what yeah. makes us different. That's yeah. what makes us special. But only thing that's weird is if you eat like cockroaches. And that's not yeah. weird. It's just different. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like I've seen yeah. it on Fear Factor. It's like, yeah. oh, you eat cockroaches. You're doing it for money. But it's different. Yeah, but like, like, <laughs> yeah, it's fascinating. So I, I just, it's very interesting. I hate when people, because then it's like, that I feel like when you, especially when you said I saw your face expression, like okay, like this is a part of you. That's like yeah. saying, "Oh, you got an afro, Tony's like that's weird." Really? That's, I mean, it's part of my DNA to grow yeah. my hair like this. I, I, I mean, it's very like, off-putting. Yeah, I'm not gonna get straightened hair just to prove a point or whatever. Yeah, but like, yeah. Whatever. One thing I did like that I read was uh, allocating your time and money. Mm. Like especially if you're dating, especially like as a man, you're usually spending. Oh yeah, money. We are. So like if he, if like, I know, like, with me, I was unemployed for a bit, mm-hmm. and I wasn't dating, because why would I go out you have on money, dates bro. to, like, yeah, take yeah. people out? Like, that's Are they going to ask you questions and yeah. try to judge you? Yeah. It's like, oh, so, like, what do you do? It's like, 
Inter- interviewing. <laughs> yeah, that's what I do for work. <laughs> Looking for work. Um, another one is getting back in touch with yourself. Mm-hmm. Like I think if, especially like with people who are like, let's say if you were in a two, three, four year relationship, you're you, you're mostly not like only yourself, but also someone else. You're part of like a bigger. Yeah, exactly. Thing. You're like a, a team at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. So like it's sort of like you're a free agent. You know, now you got to, like, go out and figure out, what, what do I want in a team? Or what do I want in someone? Yeah. But some people are, like, always in that rush. You're not really figuring out yourself. So, because you said two things. So, the first thing with the, um, the allocation of money and the second thing with, like, just being used to being part of the team. So, first thing, being single, I save so much money. I'm, <laughs> I, I'm about to clear off both my credit cards by the end of this month. Nice. I'm going to let you guys know. I've always had a credit card balance because of women, Okay. <laughs> It's like sometimes you look at you like, I can't look stupid. Yeah. I'm just going to put on my credit card. And then you just look at your credit card and be like, yo, women are expensive. So I feel like, especially when you take your time away, sometimes you got to get your finances right, get yourself right, and get your priorities right. So, I mean, now, especially later today, well, not today, when we were recording, whenever. Look, guys, it's none of your business. I'm going to go on a date later, but I'm being very fiscally responsible and get some wings and a couple of drinks and nothing crazy. But I feel like that time away for guys... Get your money up. I feel like for guys, you've got to be smart. Just hustle and get your credit score up. Get those balances off. It is crazy. Second thing, used to being part of a team where instead of you doing what you want to do and you have to ask someone, it's like, oh, do you want to go to Broadway Play? No. Um, I just want to go ice skating. I hate ice skating. The only reason yeah. why I hate ice skating is not because ice skating is not cool. It's too Roll many skating people. and ice skating, I need more practice <laughs> right. away from the public. Yeah. Because it hurts. Yeah. Like, well, especially you, ice. you got wobbly <laughs> legs and it's like, this is like, but I'm going to get over my fears, but certain things of like, oh, I have permission to do what the hell I want. And I feel like that is, it's really important because as we get older, yeah, we understand compromise, but I care about individuality. Individuality is what makes a lot of our connections so great because my friendships are not all the same. Mm-hmm. The relationship should not all be the same. So romantically, we should be growing together. So I feel like if it, you, yeah, there's going to be times that now watching Netflix shows and Hulu shows. You can watch yeah. it and you don't have to worry about, oh, yeah. I'm ahead of this person. But yeah. now, you know, when you get older and you get into the relationship, <laughs> you got to be, you got to have shows for yourself and right. shows with the relationship. And I think those are the responsible things. But now, if you're single, binge all the shows you want, all the yeah. podcasts, but you got to be ready. got to be ready when you have to Yeah, yeah. Or like down. the same thing with like movies too. Like, oh yeah. Like, oh, let's, say, let's say no one has seen like the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Like, what you what are you doing, movies. guys? You have 20 movies to watch, so. Shout out to Captain Marvel. Shout out to uh, uh, Endgame. Avengers Endgame coming oh, yeah. very and then, soon. And then Spider-Man Far From Home. Yeah, Far From Home. So yep. um, Captain Marvel is in like March. Yeah, uh, next month. Oh shit, it's February. Yep. Yeah, next, next month. month. Oh shit. Endgame is in April and Far From Home is in July. So nice. Shout out to you guys if you care about Marvel. Marvel's and if you don't, still love you. Not exactly. no judgment, but you can't come with the, <laughs> you can't come with us. We'll go to news. There was this, uh, so I think we spoke about this beforehand, or I didn't like bring this up yet. But one question that did pop up is the great thing about taking a break from dating is then being able to think, what do you want to be in a relationship? Yes, yes, we did mention this before. Um, and I feel like even for me. Uh, just reflecting on certain relationships, a lot of times, and I think women do hate this at times, and not having a backbone. Like, you want to make sure your lady's happy in all senses of the word, but sometimes you do that at the detriment to yourself. Right. And I feel like sometimes I have to learn, all right, cool, I can't do this now, but, like, let's mediate a way so we can find a solution. And I feel like, you know, building that backbone or building that firmness and like look you can't make everyone happy and yes you want to make your significant other happy but within reason because if they're happy 
and you're not happy, then it's an issue. And it was like a trend that I was seeing in myself and a lot of my relationship where I'm trying to make another person happy or I'm trying to make myself happy and they're not happy. And it's like learning what that middle ground is and how do we get to that middle ground through healthy conversation. So I feel like if you don't take that time to like sit and analyze it, you're going to do the same things because you haven't took the, self, like the steps to analyze why do you do what you do, mm-hmm. where does it stem from, and how do you kind of like work to counteract that? Yeah, I know during that question I put up like some other things. So like one thing was having an end goal. So yes. <laughs> like so, all right, cool. Are you looking for a relationship? Mm-hmm. Are you looking for marriage? Are you looking for just looking for fun? Like that's fine to have all three, but if you can't answer that question honestly, then you shouldn't be out there dating. Yeah, I feel like um, we do talk about we do talk about like because um, when we're younger, because we're getting up there, yeah, <laughs> we can just have fun. We can see where it goes, and yeah. I think it's something I mentioned before we started recording. When I'm looking at um, any women that I'm either interacting with at events or from out and about, it's like the goal is: Do I want to get to know this woman? Do I want to date this woman? Do I want this girl, this woman, <laughs> to be my girlfriend? Yeah. You know, significant other, and you don't know that on the spot, but you're intrigued. You have some quick conversations, some quick feeler questions, and just do they want kids? Do they want this? And I mean, everyone is gonna say, "Hey, I, I don't want kids, or I do want kids," and they're allowed that. I want kids doesn't mean I want kids now, mm-hmm. but the whole thing is you're open to it. Like yeah. I can't afford kids now, but it's like yeah. we need to know these things now because if you know as of right now or in the future you don't want to have kids, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Just you need someone that just wants to be in a similar relationship to you, where it's just. You guys, and there's nothing wrong with just that, but I do want kids to bust their ass in video games. Like, look, <laughs> my dad be- busts my ass in video games. I need to beat my son or daughter in video games. It's just a rite of passage. Mm-hmm. You got to learn humility that way. So um, <laughs> I think you need to sit down and know what you want because now we're getting up there in age. You can't just do things for like the whim. You have to be conscious because mm-hmm. time is of the essence. So so I, ha- I think I posted this on Twitter a couple of weeks ago, and it was uh, a lot of questions that people get from external factors. So, meaning, if I'm single, people are going to ask if I'm dating. Mm-hmm. Then when I'm going to start dating, cool, when are you getting into a relationship? Mm-hmm. And when you're in a relationship, people are going to start asking, mm-hmm. when are you going to move in together? And then it's just like this. So, I feel like dating or, like, relationships are a lot easier when there's no one interfering with it. Yeah. I feel like the, the new thing I'm seeing now is um, when people keep their relationship off, of social media yes. and it's not to say that you don't have a significant other so I want to make sure there's certain people that they love getting posted I know my <laughs> last relationship it was cool you know posting my girlfriend but at the time nobody cared about me everyone cared about my girlfriend so right. it was like oh where's your girlfriend it was on my snapchat she has her own snapchat if you yeah. want to watch her watch her stuff yeah. it's like no this is her snapchat too <laughs> after a while it was like I felt like I was my identity was no longer important it was just that relationship I feel like when you take it offline and maybe once in a while you can post a picture but Mm -hmm. you focus on the groundwork and I feel like a lot of times with relationships people want to um, accelerate like this is Sonic the Hedgehog I do a lot of video game references I love video games Uh, they they want you to race like oh you're talking to this girl Uh, do you really like her do you want to be it's like we just started talking like for Mm -hmm. a couple of months let's see if we are compatible now you're dating now it's exclusive this is boyfriend girlfriend thing what you're doing it's like when you guys moving together guys and I feel like (laughs) The world wants you to move at a certain pace, and those are the times that we have to do like our due diligence to not listen to the world, because the mm-hmm. world sometimes messes us up. Yeah. I feel like even some of my past relationships, I feel like those relationships may have been better if, if it was more offline and we just talked to each other more instead of allowing outside voices to dictate what 
the relationship is supposed to be instead of us like trusting e ourselves and trusting each other to build up to that. So social media sucks. So. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, it's like interesting that you were talking about like the whole external factors. It's like when, like, let's say if I went on a first date mm -hmm. with someone, first question, I remember this happened with a coworker. It's like, oh, so how did it go? Mm -hmm. Like, tell me about her. Do you like her? It's like, I don't know. I only met them once. Like, yeah. I, but I think I've just been so desensitized into being so not negative, but it's like, all right, I, I need to play this really slow. So like, cool, the first date was pretty cool. Let's see where the second date is. Mm -hmm. Do you know if there's gonna be a second date? It's like, I don't know what they feel. Yeah, because- I I'm, can't go on the, the yeah. right after the first date. Hey, so you want a second date? It's like, uh, I don't know. It depends on like how you play it. The nuance how you is say it. so interesting. Even yeah. when, um, like with my coworkers, when mm -hmm. I go on dates, they're gonna ask a lot of questions and I don't know if the co was a coworker like a, a lady that asked you about it. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. Yo, ladies are so much more like when it comes to their guy friends or coworkers. They're so much more enthused about it. And again, it's not not like I don't like dating, but the way that I feel like not speaking as like as if I'm like freaking Tony's lawyer, but I'm more methodical when I go on dates because I'm He's really no, yeah I'm like really processing like you know like this do I like her do or do you like the idea of someone? And I mm -hmm. feel like when we're talking about this conversation and something that I've had to like analyze. Yeah. Being single. Sometimes when I look at someone's, um, you know, looking at a young lady's uh, Twitter or her Instagram, looking at her pictures, um, do I like the what the idea of that I have in her in my head or do I really like her? And I feel like when we go on dates, we're, we're I hopefully seeing the real person. A lot of times people want to put like their best self, but like who you are as a person. So yeah. flash it back to, I remember what podcast episode was like the jokes. So yeah. When it comes to you know, Tony and I, we're sarcastic on our way. So if I can't tell jokes with you, it's already off. Like we yeah, shouldn't have to act like is, something. Uh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So those are important. Mm -hmm. If we haven't got to that point where it feels like, I feel like relationships should feel like breathing. So I feel like I'm trying to give you some gems, but oh, yeah, no, that's, cool. that's what it's supposed to feel like. If you feel yeah. like you're drowning in it yeah. and I feel like I have to alter my breathing, my breathing rhythm to make it work then it's not for you. And I feel like that's important to I think I know what you're talking about. So yeah. in the last episode I did was uh, having friends with of the opposite sex. Mm -hmm. And I, one of the things I mentioned was like, cool, the only way I would know that I'm really vibing or getting along with someone is if I start treating them the way I treat my female friends. Mm -hmm. And the way I say that is that I just tend to open up a lot more to them than mm -hmm. I do with my, my male friends. It's just the way it goes when someone, same thing with like dating, if I went on a first date, most guys are gonna be like, oh, so you know, you think that, you know, you think you're gonna fuck or something or whatever it is. More guys, time, you guys are horrible. Yeah, I know. I'm, it is true though, I, and yeah, I'm not gonna feel bad if anyone hears that, but it's true. But then, like, usually when it's like my female friends, it's more like, oh, tell me about them. You know, what do they do? Like, do they have siblings? And I was like, honestly, I'm not used to people asking this many questions. Yeah, so I was like, oh yeah, I, I yes, I, I know all of that. Like. No, so you don't. I do I, not I know do that not, over, yeah. over the yeah. first date. That's why it's very I, I know what they do, but I didn't ask about siblings. But, okay, like, the so breakdown, the breakdown is siblings. so amazing because, um, and especially, not going to talk about this, another episode further along, but, like, my female friends, I see, like, either, like, my sisters or my cousins. So, mm -hmm. they're, they're the breakdown of, as someone that is more meticulous with the information I give out, if I'm giving you information that normally I wouldn't give to other people, mostly people that have known me for years because of comfort, yeah. it means that I trust you. Like, mm -hmm. I feel like everyone, we were talking about romantic love earlier, but to me, trust is the most important thing I can have in any type of bond. Yeah. That is the lifeblood for me. And that's what we try to build with the conversations. Like, love feels good, but trust is... It's like if I fall, I know I'm falling on like a, a nice mattress because 
is going to be there to catch me. Love, sometimes we're going to be mad at each other, blah, blah, blah. You may not feel it, but trust us, you're going to feel it. I can be mad at anybody. Like, Tony could have ate the last donut, and I could be <laughs> mad at him. But if someone's going to, like, press me and Tony off of something, I'm not going to yeah. not defend Tony. Yeah. I'm still going to be mad about that donut. We'll yeah, talk yeah, about that yeah. later. <laughs> but, like, it's that, that trust and that loyalty is something that we need to build towards. And I think mm-hmm. people need to understand that. So, yes, we do have those conversations. Yes, we will open up when we see fit. Right. Another thing, it goes back to one of the previous episodes, not entirely, but fear of being alone. Yes. But I feel like most people, not saying date because of that, mm-hmm. but some of it has to deal with that. Yes, it like does. People aren't used to being by themselves. And that's a problem. Yeah. Like me, it's like I grew up not being by myself. I had but you're parents, only child. Yeah, I have parents, obviously, but it's not the same. So like me being, you know, like, cool, like I can just be in my house all weekend. And be fine. Completely fine. But there's like some people say. like, I need to be doing something. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, you don't. Like, I, I still go to, like, coffee shops. I write, I read. I still go out, but, like, I just prefer my me time. So yeah. it's just where... And I think that also goes back to just being, like, someone who's creative. That, like, the easiest way for me to be creative is either outside, but doesn't mean I'm being social. Outside, outside. Yeah, I'm being, I'm being social. Like, I'm not, I'm not being social, but I'm still out there doing something. You're still taking in, like, energy, like, when you go outside of the doors and you go to a coffee shop or mm-hmm. the library and things like that. Um... And I do remember the episode. So I think when people are scared to be alone, I don't know if it's some inadequacy or some insecurity with being alone or how they feel about it. But you're an only child. I was an only child till five. And then that, that freaking changed. Like, and then people just started popping up. Yeah. But like those first couple of years those when I was years. just like figuring it out <laughs> of just, uh, yo, this is my show. But then yeah. it's like when you get older and like you have to take into other people's space. But still, I still as the eldest, as similar to the only child as possible mindset wise. I can literally go out and just do things. I don't need to be with someone. It would be great if I was with my friends, but if they're busy, I'm not going to just huff and puff and be like, man, I need people. And I feel like sometimes it's a blessing and a curse because then it's like, I enjoy my space a lot that I don't really need you. And it's not just disrespect to you, but I'm so used to being it that the standards are high to get into it. So Mm -hmm. I feel like that's a lot of self-analyzation people have to do when it's like, I date to occupy time because if you date because you're bored you Oof. gotta really you gotta really check yourself because yeah. like what is it that you need the validation for because dating can be for validation mm-hmm. that is true i know one thing i brought up was a mental health break mm-hmm, mm-hmm. from dating yes and that doesn't mean that dating is mentally draining but i mean like if you're going through like your own mental spells like for me i like especially it was like around october and November, uh, no, September and October, mm-hmm. I had like this depression mood. Yeah, it and, was like, dark. Yeah, and I was like, all right, cool, well, I'm not dating. I was like, wait, why not? It's like, what? I can't, like, one, I can't even process anything at the moment. So, so for me, it's like, yeah, so like those two months were like my break from dating because mm-hmm. I needed to figure shit out. Yeah. And it, I think it's also like important too to, and that's why like when I started like doing therapy, it was like a little bit interesting to like figure out more about myself. And weirdly enough, is I feel like I, even want to take a longer break from dating because of therapy because like i'm finally understanding how to talk to people about my emotions and that's important yeah because especially with um again i've learned so much about tony from this podcast (laughs) but um even myself i think and this happened because of like a a very major falling out i've had with a lot of close friends um shout out to dominique and jeff we're cool again uh but it was like two (laughs) three years ago where it was just like people in the group weren't expressing things that they were dealing with 
And that's important because if you don't know how to articulate your emotions, mm -hmm. a lot of times you'll go through something and people won't understand why you're stressed or why this is going on because yep. you, you have to have the confidence to say what you feel but not allow that emotion to override that. So a lot of times mm -hmm. if we're upset, again, we were talking about earlier, I need to be able to speak about that emotion in a clear mind so I can understand the feeling, but I'm not, the feeling is not embedded in me at that. I can be sad, but I want to be able to articulate that sadness in a way that you can relate to and be like, okay, I understand why this situation makes you feel this way. So um, if you feel that way, I just feel like, I think that's good. I have to get back into therapy myself, but if you feel like, yo, you just need to analyze yourself because relationship is all about being able to articulate how we feel yeah. if we can't do that effectively then it's going to be more it's going to be more stress that we need to deal with right and the way i thought about it which i think was my fourth episode where i did about mental health and dating mm -hmm. and i felt like if i can't communicate to someone what i'm going through effectively then i shouldn't be in a relationship that's, that's a fact i feel like um going back to what you said with the uh september october yeah I, I have no idea why people have this idea of, well, I mean, you don't feel good, but if you go on dates, you feel better. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that makes zero sense because yeah. now, again, I don't want to be codependent. And I feel like in regard, it doesn't, it's not about, you know, alpha, beta, and like men, women, whatever. Nobody should be codependent. You should choose to partner with people, mm -hmm. but my life should not be indicative to someone else's, like, right. all that stuff. And when you have to date, you're, you're, you're prolonging the pain that you're running yeah, from. Yeah, exactly. So if you're going through something, it's like, if I date, you're putting that to the back and just like, new person, shiny things, all this stuff. And then when they're not here, right. that thing's going to come resurface <laughs> exactly. again. And I feel like we need to be able to deal with that darkness. It's like what um, J.K. Rowland talked about. I remember, I can't say the exact quote, but it was just... We can't teach kids to only embrace the light and not the darkness yes. because, because, and I'm just paraphrasing this, she's going to say way more eloquent <laughs> than me because she's a writer, I'm not. But when we run from the darkness all the time, we do not see like the kind of like the, the true self or true flaws in ourselves. And it's okay. Flaws are beautiful. But once you know how to deal with them and maximize them, you will be a complete person. Like not everyone's sunshiny. I don't care how mm -hmm. fucking cheesy with my smiles I am. Sometimes I'm not a pleasant person to be around and I will apologize and I'll yeah. excuse myself but we can't run from that and you have to do the work because someone else is not here to do the work except therapists and psychologists make sure you go to therapy guys yeah so and it's interesting if you're someone who's always projects happiness yes it's like oh cool oh, stressful. Well, man, you're you never uh stressful you never like show any pain or anything stressful. it's like what no it's the opposite it is the opposite yeah. fun another funny joke well not funny so uh, a guy goes to uh, his therapist and he's uh, like, man, <laughs> he's like, man, you know, I'm just so unhappy, man. I, I, I'm so stressed out. And he's like, go see the town clown. Yeah. He's like, I am the town clown. Yeah. So a lot of times people are going to assume that the people that are the leaders are the ones that's going shouting people out and stuff like that. And, and, you know, being just transparent on this podcast, when I was going through things, people are like, man, Skip, you're always happy. No, I'm not. I just yeah. deal with it more in a private because I'm shouting you guys out because I'm running away from my problems. Mm -hmm. So I think we have to really be mindful of that. So listen to that. I think episode four or five of uh, Tony's podcast about mental health, but really take that in consideration because a lot of times y'all should not be in relationships because y'all are not doing the work. And I remember I mentioned this before I started, but the whole like happiness is scarier than sadness. We did talk about this. And one thing I just realized when we were talking was that sh the issue of why happiness is scary is because you're going to be more vulnerable. Mm. Like where, when you're like sad or depressed, it's like you're, you have all these walls. You have the shields up. So you don't really, you know, like nothing's going to get through. Mm -hmm. But when you're happy, it's like, you know what? Nothing can go wrong. And then that's where. And, and, and I can see how that's scary. But if, if, if you're someone who's that. always in there. But we have to get through it. And I feel like because 
And I feel like people are going to listen to this podcast just not only just 10 years and counting because, you know, Tony's fascinating, but everyone loves an under, underdog story, but everyone wants to see everyone win in some shape mm-hmm. or form, unless you just truly don't like someone. So when it comes to being scared of happiness, it's, again, movie reference, pursuit of happiness. You have to do things outside of the norm to get that happiness. Like, he had to do an internship. He wasn't getting paid. He had to hustle with him and his young son. And happiness may be scary, but once you've, like, touched it, it's very, not addicting in a bad way, but it's like, all right, shout out to Tony. You got a job. He's working on something cool. He's doing other projects, reading, writing. When you are figuring out ways to be self-sustaining with the happiness, then it's like, all right, cool. I'm going to support other people. So people know me. I will always retweet and support my friends because that's great. Mm-hmm. People don't understand, like, that simple thing elevate somebody for that day where it's like yo someone's listening someone's mm-hmm. paying attention someone believes in me sometimes we need that sometimes yeah we're confident but we have to be um brave enough to go on the other side of fear and i think that's what's gonna because you know you can be used to scared and sad but i'm a former sad boy and trust and believe like me doing comedy is therapy me acting is therapy and i don't want to just sit and just dwell in it i want to use that pain to create masterpieces so people could you know have the courage to do what they got to do in life right and then with the whole happiness and one of the things I had read and I think it was called Meet Mindful mm-hmm. was how dating can feel like you can get burned out from dating. Yes. Because you're like, I don't Did you ever watch, uh, well, damn, I forgot the name of it now, the Aziz Ansari show? Yeah, of course. I watch all of them. Right. Uh, Master of None, bro. Yeah, Master of None. I'm right wow. there with you. Wow. Okay. Right there. So with remember you. that episode where he, it looked he like had he, all of the yes. girls in yeah. the same spot. I was like, that is, that that looks tiring. Also, the <laughs> fact that he, he he had his his spot and he just rotated girls. I'm sorry. I'm really self aware. That's a little lazy, bro. Yeah. And, and I just can't do it. But just to follow up with what you were talking about, dating a lot of people at the same time seems cool and I, I i didn't understand when i was younger i didn't understand how guys could do it like you mm-hmm. guys are amazing to me the fact that you can have quality conversations with four to like 10 women and i remember conversations but that's tiring like i don't yeah. like going on dates with more than three women because i literally have to have a conversation care about your life what do you do as a job what is your goals and Sometimes also remembering what you said to who yeah, I mean, look, thank God for, like, <laughs> iMessage and, and, like, things where you can scroll up. Yeah. And sometimes this is, this is messed up. I remember I was texting one girl, and her name was similar to another girl's name. And I thought I was talking to the other girl oh. for the whole entire time. But it's okay, because luckily for me, I didn't say personal things. I, I talk in a distinct way, so it's like, but after a while, I was like, I was talking both of them at the same time. Like, their names are, like, yeah. very similar. It's just a letter off. Oh, so yeah, like, that can get tricky. But it's good I wasn't saying anything, like, raunchy. I was just yeah. keeping it cool. Like, when we're going <laughs> to connect for some, from feet, like, food and stuff, but... It's tiring, bro. Yeah. I don't know. I, so when I went to Toronto in September. That was a good time to go. Yeah. I, I matched with someone, but we never went out. Mm. But we still talk. Mm-hmm. So like one of the things we were talking about is like, hey, so why are you like on a, on, on a dating app? And I was like, honestly, I, I have no idea. Mm. And it was interesting. And then we, we just started having a conversation about like just dating in general. I was like, why do you feel like a lot of people are on dating apps? And I think at the end of the day, like some people don't really know what they want. It's like... It goes back to like the whole if you're single are you like dating like no like, what are you doing then it's like you're doing a lot of shit doesn't mean i have to be dating but i feel like people always rush to dating apps because it's a lot easier um Quote, yeah, yeah, yeah easier yeah you guys can see because we just did a quotation but yeah. um what i find interesting um with dating apps i don't do well in dating apps uh and it's very interesting i feel like i cannot put my personality in the bio i remember in your 
your the dating app episode. I was yeah. like, I've always sucked with the bio. Like, yeah. And my pictures, like, I know my best friend Jeff, he just always gets matched. And it's not me being jealous. We're both attractive guys. But it's like, <laughs> I don't understand. Like, his is witty. I thought mine's is witty. Yeah. But um, a lot of times, just going back on point with it, I feel like dating apps is about hope. I feel like, mm. and that's what makes it easy because you get to see all the people across um, the city or if you go to another city, right. like, oh, the, the, the opportunity to connect with someone yeah. else that you probably wouldn't too. Um, I don't know. For me, Twitter and Instagram, I, I work better with that because mm-hmm. you can see what I do way easier than the dating app. And I don't know if I have to copy and paste my bio for that. Yeah. But uh, I, I, I think people either like the quick nuance of f- finding something new and just having that new uh, connection. But um. It seems like sometimes people either want to pen pile, just want that to either quick physical fornication fun or mm-hmm. maybe the potential relationship. But I just think it's built around hope and what that hope stems into. Like, let's say matching as much or whatever, then you may get cynical of finding a match. Oh, yeah. or, or just be cynical in general about dating. It's like, well, yeah, fuck this shit. I don't need a date. That was me yeah. with dating apps. Okay, that's why <laughs> in person I am magical. And I just, you know, I just learned that certain styles is just not for me. I mean, people will say that in person I'm more vivacious than I am on message. It's like, first of all, yes. Yeah, you can't really show much on text, and then I, not only that, but you don't have any context with someone until you actually meet them. Yeah, and I can't even use my I can't even use my full powers like a, a Dragon Ball Z joke. Again, so many references I watch so much like pop culture, but it's like you haven't seen my final form. I haven't used any of the gifts, any of the memes. Oh, I don't even know if you. Gifts, like, yeah. I don't even know if you get them, so I can't right. use them until I know what your right, your, right. your train of reference. So. I've given up on dating apps. I'm just going to meet people at events, quick drinks and wings. I've learned the new hustle going on dates. Do not mm-hmm. buy women drinks. Buy them wings when you meet them. It's like, because usually they're hungry. Mm. Usually they're hungry. We're all hungry. <laughs> so you buy them wings or, you know, some um, some wings and some fries. It has a conversation because the wings last longer. One of my friends, shout out to uh, DJ TGIF. He's in um, Albany. But he, he wrote that on the timeline. And I think I retweeted. But yes, fellas. No wings. more. I will no longer buy buying drinks. Wings. I will drive wings, and then after during the conversation, I'll buy one drink because they need that. Reminds me of uh, what was it, Thirty Rock? I yeah. think uh, Tina Fey's character. They went out to a bar. And yeah. Said, hey, I think he wants to buy you a drink. Said, Can you buy me mozzarella sticks instead? See, yeah. and, and and we have to listen to the women. I yeah. feel like they make these jokes like, yes, drinks are cool, but did they eat though? Yeah. Exactly. And they'll be more, you know, they'll be like, oh, you know, I'm, you know, now I can go for another drink. Yeah, and I, then yeah, you're yeah, gonna have to wash it down yeah. and. Probably get some more snacks, and that's it. So that's a, that's what I'm using as lessons going forward. Nice. One other. It's weird that I read this on a dating website, but it was like eHarmony. They it was like, great, thanks for the advice. But like, one of them was like, I guess like setting a time limit on how long you want to take a break for. Because then I feel like if you don't, you you'll just get stuck in this. You know, yeah. If you just say, I'll just take a break, and then it's been like a year. It's like, oh shit, maybe. Like now how do how do you like rebound after taking a break for that long if you thought the break was only gonna be I don't know. Um, four four or five months. I feel like that's yes and no. Because I feel like for a certain people's journey, like I just now started dating again. So for me it was um just being we all have different ways to get to that end goal of, mm-hmm. you know, getting back onto the horse. I feel yeah. like you falling quote unquote falling off the horse and just being comfortable enough to get back onto it. Um and I think for me, people wanted me to start dating like last year and I was kind of doing it, but I wasn't all factors. the way yeah. in, you know? And yeah. like, so when you're all the way in, like I'm getting there, you know, right now I'm in the process of, you know, making sure I find uh, a new position, still at my old job, but just find something that's more fulfilling, financially being good, I'm being good, you know, 
the winter creates um, SAD. What is SAD, it? yeah. 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 So during the winter species, I don't like going outside. So as it gets warmer, I'm gonna. Be, but just trusting yourself. I'm not. I wasn't gonna be single forever. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with being single for. Hey, we're on ten years and counting. So, yeah. But you exactly. have to figure out. You have to figure out what's okay for you. Because for me, my rule was being single for two years. I'm about to be officially like single for two years. Mm. Now it's like, okay, by that time, I should be financially better. I should be. I should have hit the checklist that I had. So instead of just saying this is the time, have a, a, a checklist in addition to the time of building yourself back up to. So, um, do you want to do hot yoga? Do you want to get yourself physically better? Do you want to like clean out your system? Do you want to eat better? Like instead of just saying that time, build up to so you are a better and different person. So when that time um, lapses, you're ready to just go out and find love again. And I feel like that's definitely like one of the benefits of not either being in a relationship or just taking a break from dating is that you just learn one, you learn more about yourself. Facts. And then not only that, but there's life outside of dating. Like, I feel like you, you get stuck in this, well, I think that's more for me because I've been single longer, but, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think like most of the time people are like, oh, so like, what are you doing like outside of dating? It's like, I'm doing a lot outside of dating. Yeah. Like, my life isn't just predicated on dating. I just, you have a lot of hobbies. Yeah, and that you too. Still, you still like Batman where I only know a few of them. Uh, we'll, yeah. see, we'll see other ones manifest when they're supposed to manifest. Like, <laughs> They're going to be in your little utility belt. Um, and I know I mentioned earlier, I said I do comedy, I do acting, I do hosting, but also I do have a clothesline. You guys can't see it, but I'm wearing one of my beanie hats. We will bring that back. Well, not the beanie hats. We'll bring back sweaters in a couple of months, and that takes a lot of work. Um, you know, want to bring my website back. I want to write more, do more with sports, writing, and interviews. I want to open my own podcast. No competition, Tony, because he's talking <laughs> about a different topic. But um, And there's no competition, but... Definitely a different topic. He cares about you guys and dating. I don't have the patience. That's why I let Tony do that. I think he's doing a phenomenal job, so clap it up to him. And there's a lot of things I want to do, and I feel like when you take the time to figure out what are your passion projects, what do you want to work towards, you're going to find different levels within mm-hmm. yourself. And it's, like, it's kind of like Inception, the dream within a dream, a level within a level. Um, you're going to start being amazed by yourself so much that it's like, Again, everyone should be an addition, not a subtraction to your life. If someone leaves your life and you feel better, that's something you got to pay attention to. And it's like, addition only, guys. Nothing that subtracts or like divides your attention. Math is not my thing, but that was kind of smooth. <laughs> and not only that, but just also you'll have like other, like focus on your own goals. Facts. I mean, but that's the thing, right? We were talking about before that, you know, when you're in a relationship, you're sort of sometimes sacrificing your goals for someone else's. Well, yeah. this is your time to like, hey... You know, when I was in a relationship, I didn't get to do this. Mm-hmm. Or I was like, cool, now I'm going to do that. Or like travel more. I don't know. Like I know a lot of my friends who aren't in relationships that travel. I was like, well, yeah, why shouldn't you? You, you yeah, should do you everything. Have, you have all this time mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to do whatever you want. Um, and just to follow what you say, again, I know I was making that comment about goals and relationships. And whatever your ideal relationship is, go towards it. But mine since growing up was, and I mentioned before, with Will and Jada, the idea of a quote-unquote power couple when two people know what they are on this earth to do and you guys are going towards your respective paths while supporting each other, it sounds cool to say, but it's very difficult to do and execute. That's what every relationship should feel like. It should feel like we are going on our respective journey to fulfill that purpose that we're born to do and we have the support of our loved ones, our significant other to just go out and win, you know? Um, and Again, relationships aren't the end-all, be-all, but they make life better yeah. as long as it's healthy. 
Mm-hmm. So uh, I think that's what we need to kind of like build towards when it comes to understanding ourselves with being single with breaks, going on dates to figure out is, is this person compatible or not, or we could just be friends or acquaintances or associates, whatever you want to label it. But um, just, just embrace that process. And I feel like once you've dived into yourself, figure out what makes you go, and then you can understand how that can be still done and support someone else, then it'll be great. And it's interesting because I think when most people that, because I have a couple of friends who've never dated, uh, used dating apps. Mm-hmm. So they'll be like, hey, so like, what's the goal with dating? Like when you're on an app, it's like, I don't know. Like, my goal is just to like meet the person. Yeah. Like the fact that like there's a cool like relationship or hookup or whatever it is. Like, no, you get to figure that out once you get to know the person. Like the fact that you're already like going in with this mindset of, you know, we're going to find this, this and that. It's like, no, you... I, I think it's a little weird. I feel yeah. like I feel like not to cut you up. Um, and I don't think Twitter and Instagram are dating apps, but there's social apps that you can look at someone who's like, I like you, or like mm-hmm. when you have the, the Tinders, the Bumbles, the yeah. uh Hinge. The, I could hin- go all day. <laughs> yeah, this is something that you talked about. I used to be on it. That was like my favorite one. The uh the, the, the Okay the, Cupid? No, not that one. The the cupcake uh Coffee Meets Bagel. Yeah, Coffee Meets Bagel. That was actually I like how they, they do things. That was actually the only one I was matching with people yeah. because of how the um the interface was. I don't think you can make a fair assessment until your first face-to-face conversation with people. Because right. again, and I want to make sure you people understand, liking someone and liking the idea of someone is something that we really have to sit and, and like really listen to. Because mm-hmm. you can look at someone's profile like, oh, she's attractive, I like this. She, she seems to take care of herself, she cares about people, she cares about her pets. But then you meet that person and it's like, it doesn't match what I assume. That's why I, I, I did away with expectations. Like yeah. I'll read it, have a conversation, but when I meet you, really meet you that's when mm-hmm. we start having like that what i would call the real conversation of so what is this going to be is this going to be is this going to be um <laughs> is this going to be like a real thing are we going to be friends after this are we just going to be just physical are we going to try to date to be something more meaningful but you can't go into it i didn't know i was going to be friends with tony yeah. nothing wrong with tony right <laughs> and i just knew that all right he's a cool guy but you know years later he's still keeping up with his social media still like liking and just like that's cool but Again, we don't have a time with friendship, but with people, you have to really have those concrete conversations. Be like, can I trust her with the life of my kids? Again, this is important, guys. You have to think about these things. So, and it was interesting. I think my friend and I spoke about this crap. I forgot which episode it was, but I feel like people rush relationships more faster than friends. Yes. Like when I meet someone, it's like I don't know I'm gonna be friends with them, mm-hmm. but you just it just happens. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, it was. I know it's like within the last five or seven episodes. Yeah. It, it was, was like. Yeah, I don't remember. It's not like now. I said to you, we're friends. We just continue to do this thing where we are friends and we just did it. And right. it's. Uh, I think the other person is not like. Uh, I think it's that same episode. Whoever it was, he had a girlfriend. It was like uh, she said something. Oh, you said I was uh, your girl. Does that mean I'm your girlfriend? It's like. I mean, yeah, we were doing it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's yeah. like, so I feel like with that, you, it's not like I'm going into it, make it like organic. You're going to have a feeling of, I enjoy being around you. If we're going to put like a label to it and we both feel comfortable saying that label out loud, mm-hmm. do it. Yeah. So um, I, think, I think that's important. Yeah, because I feel like at the end of the day, it's sort of like, sure, you can take a break from this and get back to it. But mm-hmm. if you're not. You got to be good with yourself. Yeah. And I think that's also, yeah, I think that's a great point, too. Like, if you're not 100% there yourself, mm-hmm. then why are you out there? Like, yeah, because you're going to be wasting people's time because... That, too. Look, my closest friends, they're going to listen to this and be like, yes, he's right. Because there's going to be sometimes like, yo, come with him, go in the group chat, be like, I like this girl. Be like, all right, Skip, 
shut up. Because, like, <laughs> in, like, a month or two, you're going to be like, yo, what happened to this girl? Be like, no, man. And it's like, I'm not 100% there. But the fact yeah. that I'm even presenting, like, people mm-hmm. say, yo, I like this girl. This girl's kind of cool. I'm getting there, but I'm not yeah. 100% there. I'm probably, like, 75%. So, mm-hmm. as I'm probably, later this year, we'll probably have more healthy discussions. Me and Tony, hopefully, we'll have some people that... Hold our interest right, right, within right. a couple of months. But yeah, yeah, we're getting there, guys. We're getting there. And I feel like that's the good thing at the end of the day is like knowing yourself. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's like the same thing. Like, cool. I like not saying that I'm more cynical, but it's just more. I, I'm pretty real. I, I'm, I, I like calling just realistic. At yeah, the end yeah, of the day. It's like, look, cool. I just met this person. Mm-hmm. We went on one date. Let's see how it goes. Mm-hmm. Let's go date by date. I don't need to, you know, meet someone once and then automatically think. Yes, we're going to be in a relationship in a couple of months. No, I just Fuck no. Like, that's no, just, good. But you, yeah. could, you could hope for it, but I yes, feel like now you can hope, it's just, but yeah. I don't, I don't believe in La La Land, guys. I know I, I have a Kingdom Hearts tattoo on my chest. Yes, I'm childless. Um, shout out to Kingdom Hearts 3 for finally coming out. Uh, but uh, that's, that's a fairy tale video game yeah. where you, you're trying to save the world. Right, I feel right. like with people, we're ever-changing we're always evolving um like literally what they said is like every seven years is kind of like a new life mm, so we've been yes, through yes, approximately yeah. i think you and i've been through about four so seven yeah. to 14 mm-hmm. to 21 to 28 so every seven years you're living a different life within a life so you have a different chapter so as we're closing chapter four and we're on to chapter five there's a lot of things where it's just like this girl like i feel like sometimes we like you feel like this girl is it and it's not but you're going to get to a point where it, Whatever gender, sexual orientation, that person is it, and you're gonna manifest that. But in the meantime, you're very cautious with your heart, and that's mm-hmm. it. Just being mindful. Don't just be just everyone's it, and now you're yeah. just with a beat up heart with low HP. Exactly. <laughs> like we don't need that. We don't need that at all. Oh man, but yeah. Um, so it's interesting. I tend to like ending episodes with sort of not. Well, you've heard the episodes, obviously. Yeah. yeah but yeah. not entirely like more. What was it? Like, wow. It's your show. Can yeah, I know. I know. Hold on. Well, what is it? Oh, advice. Yes. Okay. And it's weird because <laughs> the thing with me is that I'm not usually the person to give advice. It's just more like my perspective. Yeah. So like either advice or perspective on dating or taking a break in general. Well, if you survive these 50 plus minutes, guys, <laughs> uh, I think my best advice is... Um, and be honest with yourself. You need to know to have honest dialogue with yourself, with your close friends. And I would say if you can't take therapy, I know it's a little expensive, but try to budget for that in the future when you get to that financial point that you can. I mean, people I, like spending money on other things. So that's hey, hey, again, I will not judge you too. on I what you too. spend money right. on, It's guys. your money. But I want yeah. you to be, I want you to do it. Because when I started doing therapy, I was doing something on Talkspace because I couldn't go in person but Talkspace was cool because of like the audio messages in the back and forth but it made me have to look at myself and be self-aware so that break of me figuring out what do I want to do what kind of person do I want to be and now what kind of person do I want to like beside me I want you to take time with that because if you're in a in a relationship I want you to continue doing the best practices for that relationship learning how to clear the air taking time to listen to each other and really be present if you are single and you are actually dating, continue to do that, have fun, but do not lock yourself down immediately. Just make sure that this is good for you. And if you are finding yourself, like I said, not only just being honest, but just learn to enjoy your own space, enjoy your family and time with your friends, and just when you get to the point of wanting to be vulnerable, not being scared of vulnerability. And I feel like it's easier to be said than done, but as you know, I'm doing this and just sharing mm-hmm. things, 
it takes a process. Like before, right after the breakup, it's like you were just like, F love. Love sucks. <laughs> Relationships suck. But after a while, you understand like, yo, that last relationship didn't work and that's okay. Mm-hmm. But now when you are manifesting a new relationship, go on with clear heart, clear mind. Do not project anything from the last thing. Also, just make sure that you're emotionally good and make sure you've done away with any issues with the past relationships don't take yes. all of that process that, that baggage that, that don't baggage bring that baggage in and <laughs> you know put that baggage away and come into this anew with the new um state of mind that's it that's best hopefully those are like the gems i said for like the last two and, three minutes yeah that sounds that's great hopefully it's good for sure and i think just to like go on like the whole emotional thing it's just also realizing even if you do have baggage don't project it on the next person exactly because like, this, they're is not a, this is a different person. Get a therapist. Yeah, just because your last ex cheated on you does not mean the new one will. Yes, and it, yeah. but if you see signs, yes. leave. Yes. But don't, don't. <laughs> I'm not saying to stay. Yeah, but, exactly. But just if you see something, say something. And if it, if you feel like you're you're kind of like projecting, why are you projecting? Because you see something you don't like, trust your gut, but don't try to change anybody. And that's all I have to say. Damn, that's perfect. Oh, and then also, uh, where can people find, you know, uh, you yes. specifically? Um, you could find me on every social media platform, Twitter, uh, Instagram, Facebook, uh, if anybody's on t- Tumblr after all the porn is gone. Uh, <laughs> skip from BK. <laughs> There's no special symbols, just literally you skipping from BK. So skip from Brooklyn, so that's it. Um, and if you can't find me, just type in Howard Nedrick. There's only three Howard Nedricks in the world. You will find me somehow, some way. So nice. that's it. No doubt. And I also put it on the description just in you case. You are appreciated. And, yo, shout out to Tony. I know it's been a while. You know, he's been living, guys. And he's been working. Catch up on the episodes. Trust me, a lot of those episodes makes you have to, like, look at yourself in the mirror and be like, I got to do better. <laughs> so do better. That's it. That's what I try telling myself every day. So. Hey, that's a, that's a, it's a plan, bro. <laughs> but I appreciate being on here. No doubt. Thanks, man. Boop. Actually, one last thing before this episode ends. Uh, Anchor, which is the program I use to actually record, started doing a listener support program, which pretty much lets people like help pay independent podcasters. So I'm going to put a link on the description. So usually there's like different options. I just always recommend to do like 99 cents. The way I think about it is... All the loose change you probably accumulate within a week would equal 99 cents. So any kind of support would help, and that'd be awesome. That way I can like record episodes outside of either visiting someone's office or apartment. So that'd be awesome, and thanks again for listening.